Welcome to the Big Church Podcast. We are a church in Barrie, Ontario, Canada, and we hope you are blessed by this message. For more information, check out our website at bigchurch.cc. Hallelujah. God is awesome. You know what we're going to do tonight? <clears throat> we're going to do, we're going to be a house of prayer. We're going to have a bit of preaching in between, but we're going to be, we're going to be ministering, worshiping God. So the worship team's going to stay up. We're going to be it's going to be similar to an ignite. We're going to be the house of prayer. Isn't it awesome? We can do that. You know, sometimes we get in a, a, a mode of, okay, teach me. But th- there's all kinds of ways to be taught. And one way is to learn how to pray. And to pray as a corporate body. We can grow in that. We can learn in that. And not everyone can get out on Thursday nights when we have our prayer night. So we get these opportunities to pray together. So how we're going to do this tonight is if you're going to pray out, we're going to have different sections where um, we're going to pray. I've got a, a focus we're going to go with. Um, but um, we've got a mic here, and Pastor Sheila's got a sanitized wipe. She's going to sanitize it for you. Um, so if you do use the mic and you pray, and please, if you are going to pray out loud for everyone, um, come get the mic so that we can hear you and can pray with you. But... Um, yeah, so we're going to just pray together. We're going to press into God together. You know, in these sobering times that we're in, um, you're staying up here, right? Okay. Um, we, uh, the Bible says to be sober-minded, and it says to, to pray. Um, if, 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 if the most important thing in these times is to be a people of prayer, to be a people that are continually petitioning God because people find it easy to complain. But we should be changing that complaining into petitioning God, crying out to God. Amen? So that's what we're going to do tonight. And how many know we have, you know, the elections tomorrow, there's a lot of different changes and different things happening. And there's there's situations, you know, we had some prayer requests come in last week um, about job situations. And, you know, with all this, what's going on, there's just all kinds of shaking and shifting and, and this is when we need to be bathing things in prayer. We need to be bathing things in prayer all the time, right? But this is, I mean, I think it makes us pray more, right? And so um, I, I've got a, a psalm here that I've been meditating on. Uh, Ruth brought this out in, um, I can't remember which prayer time it was, but um, Psalm 75, and it's so pertinent to where we are at right now. And so we're just going to go through it together um, and we're going to stop, and then we're going to focus, and we're going to pray into those different areas. So um, we're going to look. So if you got it there. We can put up the first verse. It says, "We thank you, O God. We give thanks because you are near." So let's just stop there. So the the very fact that God is near, He's not far. He is near. You know, the Bible says about the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt and they, they were in the wilderness and, you know, the people that had heard that they were coming to them, they, they said, who are these people whose God is so near to them? Because they had heard of what God had done to rescue them with a mighty arm and an outstretched hand out of Egypt. Like Egypt was considered one of the highest superpowers of that day and and God delivered them by, by powerful acts 
and wonders. And then God led them through the wilderness with the, uh, you know, the cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night and all these things. And they're like, who are these people whose God is so near to them? Amen? And, and, and so let's, let's, speak, let's just thank God. It says here, we thank you, O God, because, and we give you thanks because you are near. So let's just let's give them thanks right now. So God, we just we thank you that that we have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. We thank you that Jesus, you shed your blood, you you canceled everything that was against us, that was the wall that was was between us and God from our sin. You destroyed and demolished it with your blood. You broke down the barrier and you brought us near. That we can even now come boldly into the throne of grace, into the throne of God, to, to, to receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. So we thank you that you are near when we need you the most. So God, we just thank you that you are near. Right now, I know lots of people are carrying heavy things in you online as well. Hope you're praying with us, but... You don't have to carry those things. God is near. God is near. He's not far. He wants to be near in your situation right now. So, God, we give you our lives. We thank you that in everything you are near. You are near to us right now. God, even the prayers many times that we think, oh, are you even hearing them? Not seeing an answer. When's it going to happen? God, I thank you that you are near and you hear and you will do things in the right time. You are good. You are good. <clears throat> thank you, God. Thank you that you are near. We just draw close to you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are good. Thank you, Lord. Still light of the world. Oh, here I am. Thank you, God. Let's just worship God and thank him for what he did for us through Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of a life spent 
So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Oh, so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above. Yes, humbly you came to the earth you created, all for love's sake became. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. So here I am. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God, you're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to right now and we just we thank you that you restore our soul I just feel like he wants to restore our soul just being 
spending time in his presence. He restores our soul. Thank you that you are right now restoring our soul. And we won't ever understand what you did at the cross and the price you paid, but we're so thankful. We remember where you brought us from. And we thank you for the price that you paid to redeem us. We thank you that you have the power to restore us, even areas in our soul that are weak and areas where we um, feel like we are not measuring up. We just give that to you now. We just give that to you now. We give thanks for your goodness. We give you thanks. We come here to worship you. We come here to just give our lives to you. And just to worship you and adore you. Say that they are yours. We give them to you. We give them to you. says here in this psalm, the last part of verse 1, it says, people everywhere tell of your wonderful deeds. You know that all over the world people are talking about God's goodness. People are seeing miracles. People are being raised from the dead. Just because we're not seeing it right here. I know in other countries, I know in Africa, it's very common for people to be raised from the dead. There's different places where they just, their faith, they, they have they have great expectation and great faith that they're receiving those things. And they're talking about God's wonderful deeds. Amen? And then it says here in verse 2, it says, God says, I love this, at the time I have planned. How many of you know God's a planner? Aren't you glad he's a planner? I'm not always thankful for his plan. I have to be honest. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm not liking this plan, but... I know something good's going to come out of it, but it's not the plan I would have picked. But it says, at the time I have planned, I will bring justice against the wicked. And I think in a, in a day and age where we seem to think sometimes things just get rolled over or they get overlooked, or we think because there's a justice system in, the, in man's system that overlooks many times things that we know are, are un not just. And to know that, that, that God has a plan and that he does, he does bring justice against the wicked. And that brings security for me because he, you know God's going to deal with things. They're not just going to be left. That's a good thing. Amen? And so we, we can take rest in that. And, you know, I was reminded of the persistent widow. The Bible commends us and commends her 
to, um, you know, because he says, this is the kind of faith that I want to see in the end times. And that persistent widow was, God, avenge me of my, or to the judge, and the, the just was an unjust judge. So what, what God was basically saying through that, through Jesus, Jesus was telling this, this account, he was saying, look, it, sound, or it feels like sometimes your prayers aren't being heard, and there's this injustice going on, and nothing's happening. And she was going to this unjust judge, and she was petitioning him and petitioning him and said, avenge me of my adversary, avenge me of my adversary, avenge me of my adversary. And because of her persistence, it says he had to do it. Amen? And, I, and so let's not lose our, our, the reality that God is bringing justice into situations. Even situations where like, oh, you know, they don't listen. You know, right now we're in a political situation and, you know, the biggest thing I hear from people is, they, what, why, why vote? They don't listen to us anyway. Anyone heard that? Anyone thinking that? <laughs> and, it, and, and it, you know, you can get into that hole, but, but we're going to look at this here because this really brings um, perspective into this situation. He says here, um, so he says, when the earth quakes and its people live in turmoil, he says, I am the one who keeps its foundations firm. So God's the one, first of all, that, that, that avenges and, and brings, um, or it brings justice against the wicked. But when the earth is quaking, and how many know people are in turmoil? There's turmoil all over the place. And we're like, everything that used to be secure, you know, we've got people that are losing jobs that shouldn't be losing their jobs. And there's situations where you thought, well, this was secure, and it's... It's just taken from you. All these things are going on. But, but it, at the bottom of all of this, he says, I am the one who keeps its foundations firm. Amen? I was saying this when we did this on, a, I can't remember what prayer night, but there's, a, there's enough crazy out there that the world would be destroyed by now. God is literally restraining wickedness now. There's enough crazy people that knew, would know how to do it uh, through water, through, like, kill everyone easily. There's enough of that out there. God restrains wickedness. He's restraining it. And he holds its foundations firm. Amen? So, God, we just, we thank you. We thank you that you are the one. And, and we bring the, the injustices that we see we, we, bring, we bring them all to you. I want you to just lift them up to him right now. All of those situations that you, you know. God, we, I lift up abortion in our nation. God, forgive us that we don't even have any laws to protect the unborn. God, have mercy. Have mercy on us as a nation. And God, I ask that you would intervene. God, that you would bring about justice. In that situation, God. God, all, there's so many things. We just lift those up to you. And God, we say, avenge us. Avenge us of our adversaries. Bring justice. Bring your plan. Bring your purpose. To this nation, God. 
to this nation, to every life. God, even with all these changes that are going on, God, you are our source. Our job is not our source. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. So, God, I thank you for those that are in covenant with you. I thank you for your supernatural provision. And, God, I thank you also for your plan to unfold, that if one door closes, you open another one. That, God, there is nothing too difficult for you. We just thank you. We thank you. You bring justice in every situation. You hold the foundation secure when everything is shaking, when everything is in turmoil. You keep the foundations firm. God, I ask that as your people, God, across this nation, God, that we, as this shaking is happening, that we would allow those things that can be shaken to shake so that those things that cannot shake, be shaken, will remain. God, we ask that you would help us to build our lives on your kingdom and on your word and on your promises. Bring us back. Bring us back to those promises that we may have strayed from. Bring us back to a simple trust in you where we've strayed. Bring us back. Bring us back. Thank you that you are firm. Is there anyone else that has anything they want to pray along these lines before we move to the next? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And God, I just, I commit all of the, the things that are going on. God, that you would just bring wisdom, wisdom from on high to some of the situations, God. And God, I thank you that your word remains forever, that you said heaven and earth will pass away, but that your word remains mm -hmm. forever. I thank you that we can take your word and stand on your word. God, I ask that your word would become firmly rooted and established in us, Lord God. That your word would become more real to us than even the, the natural things that we see with our natural senses, Lord God. Father, I thank you that those things that we're seeing and coming up against right now, they're temporal and they're subject to change. Yes. But I thank you, God, that those things come into line with what you have for us and, and your order, Lord God. I thank you that you have ordered our steps, that you have planned our, our lives, Lord God, that our lives are held securely in the palm of your hand. God, that you love us dearly. I thank you for that, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray that you'd help us not be distracted by things that don't really matter. Mm -hmm. Lord, that you'd allow us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, who's both the author and the finisher of our faith, God. That you are causing us to be part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. I thank you, God. Lord, I just pray that our faith would grow as we spend time with you, God, in this season, that we'd be firmly established on you, God, and what you have accomplished, Lord Jesus, in the cross, that you died on the cross, that you were buried, and that you rose again on the third day, and that you've sent Holy Spirit to live inside of us. You haven't left us as orphans here, God, but you've equipped us with everything we need for life and godliness. We praise you for that, Lord. Father, we thank you, God, that we can rely on you. We thank you that, that you're always faithful and you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, God. Uh-huh. And Father, I thank you, God, that, that because of that, Father, that, God, we can, we can put our full trust in you, Jesus. And Father, and I pray that in this season, Father, where everything is shaking around us, Father, that, that we would put our full trust in you, Lord, mm-hmm. that we would anchor God, we would anchor ourselves in your word like never before, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Father, I pray that we would take up, Father, the full armor of God, that we put it upon ourselves, Father, as we enter into, um, into, enter into a spiritual battle, God. Father, I pray that we would put on, God, the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. that we would put on the shield of faith, God, that we would take up the sword of the spirit. We would take, put on the belt of truth. We put on the shoes of peace, Father, and the helmet of salvation, Lord. And, Father, I pray, Father, that that each and every one of us, God, that you would equip us, Father, my God, for what's ahead, Father. That we don't have to be ones, God, that are just sitting, not knowing what to do on the sidelines, Father. But we can be fully equipped, Father, for the battle ahead, God. Yes. And I pray that you would just stir our hearts, Jesus. Mm -hmm. To stir our hearts, Father, my God, to see what you are doing in the spirit, Lord. To not just look, God, with our natural eyes, Father, at what's happening around us, but to be stirred, God, by what you're doing in the spirit, God. That we would look beyond, Father, my God, even what is affecting us naturally, Lord. But, God, we would look and see, God, what it is you want us to do in the midst of this, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Father, we want to be used by you in the midst of this, Father. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be sidelined because of of rules and regulations, Father, because you haven't sidelined us, God. God, you haven't sidelined us, God, and you have a purpose and a plan for us in the midst of this, Father. Father, I pray that you would lift our spirits, Father. Would you lift our eyes, my God, Mm -hmm. above, my God, the hills, God, to where our help comes from, Lord. Would you lift our eyes, God, above, God, and see, God, the things, God, that you have ahead in front of us, God, that you want us to do, Jesus. That we would see, God, the mission and the call of God in this season, Father. God, that we would allow you, God, 
to anoint us, Father, to go, God, where others are unwilling to go, to bring your gospel, to bring hope, God, to bring your peace, Lord, to bring your power, Father. I pray, Father, that you would fill us again, Jesus, with everything that we need, Father. My God, we need to be filled again by your Holy Spirit, God. You know in these days that are hard, Father, that we can't do this alone, Jesus. So I ask that you would fill us again. Holy Spirit, fill us again, Holy Spirit. God, till we are overflowing with you, Jesus. God, till everything that people see inside of us is hope. Everything that people see inside of us is joy and peace in the midst, God, of yes. so much destruction. Yes. Father, I pray that everything, yes. when somebody would look upon us, Father, that we would ooze out you, Jesus. We wouldn't, nothing else would be able to come out yes. of us because we would overflow with you. Father, remove everything everything else that takes a hold of us, Jesus. Remove everything else that we've been filling ourselves with, Father. I pray that every toxic, my God, demonic thing that we've been filling ourselves with be removed in Jesus' yes. name. Would you flush it out, Father, with your spirit, God? Would you remove it with your Holy Spirit, God? And would you fill us, my God, in all those areas that have been filled with the wrong things, Jesus? Mm -hmm. Would you fill us with the right things, Father? Father, would you fill us with righteousness, Father, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, you would fill us, God, and you would completely, Father, my God, uh, you would completely, God, lead us, God, to where we need to be. Father, for your word says, God, that, Father, God, those that are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. And we know, God, that you're leading us as children by your Spirit, Father. So give us ears to hear and eyes to see what you you're doing in this hour God yeah. we need your we need your voice father to be our beacon we need your voice father yes. to be our guide Jesus we cannot do this on our own God we cannot do this God father we cry out for revival in our hearts Lord we cry out for revival in our spirits father my God because before we see it on the outside we need it on the inside Jesus each and every one of us God we come before you poor in spirit knowing that only you can give us what we need, Father. We come before you poor in spirit, Lord, knowing that only you, God, can fill our hearts, Jesus. Only you can convict our hearts of the areas that need transformation, God, so that we could stand firm, God, in an hour, my God, where the enemy would want us to be shaken, Jesus. I pray, God, that we, Father, would cry out to you, Jesus, in this hour. Father, we repent, Father, in every area, God, where we haven't relied upon you, God. We repent, Father, in every area, God, where we've relied on our own abilities, God, on our own knowledge, Jesus. Father, we repent Father. Father, we repent, Father, my God, for worry and fear and anxiety overtaking our hearts, Jesus. Father, we don't want those things to rule over us, God. You say that you're the Prince of Peace, so you need to rule over our hearts, Jesus. We ask that you would roll, rule over our hearts, God. We repent, Father, for every distraction, God, that the enemy has used, God, to take us off of your face, Father. Father, we repent, Father, my God, and we ask you, Father, my God, to let us look upon you again, God, as you are near to us, God, and let us see that you are near, Father, and that we would come near to you so that you would draw near to us, Father. We thank you, Father, and we cry out, Father, for this today in Jesus' name. Thank you, God.
God, I just thank you that you are greater. God, I thank you that you are greater than what is in front of us, God, that you are bigger. God, so whatever, whatever we are magnifying right now, God, I pray that we magnify you bigger. God, that you are greater than our, whatever is in front of us, God. The, the things that we have magnified, God, that you are bigger than those things. Yes. God, help us. Help us to remember that. God, because the enemy attacks, the enemy tries to make us think that he is bigger. But God, you are bigger. You are bigger than the mountains that we face in our lives, God. God, we thank you for how big you are, God. Let us not forget that. God, help us to remember that. God, we magnify you, God. We put our eyes and our focus on you, God. We magnify you, God. Yes. God, you are greater. Yes. You are are. greater, God, than the plans of the enemy. You are greater than our weakness. God, you are stronger than any attack of the enemy that could come against us, God. You are bigger. God, you are bigger. Help us to remember that. Help us to have that at our forefront when we're voting. God, help us to have that in our forefront when we're out in our workplaces. God, help us to have that in our forefront when we're in our homes, God. Whatever we're looking at on the internet. You are bigger. The enemy will try and convince us otherwise, but you are bigger. You are greater. You are stronger. So, God, we just pray that in this time, in this season, God, that we remember that. God, in this time, we remember that you are bigger, that you are greater. God, open our eyes so that we can see how big you are. God, open our eyes so that we can see how great you are, how amazing you are, how strong you are, how much you love us. God, open our eyes. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. stop the Lord Almighty who can 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 stop the Lord Come on, let's declare it. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Almighty? There is nothing. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord Stop the Lord Almighty. Who 
this next session we're going to pray um <clears throat> this is a, a one i want to particularly focus in on two things i want to focus in on unsaved loved ones particularly those that are defiant against god there are those that are like that how many know god's greater than that and so and i want to pray for for government um so this is what it says here in verse 4. It says, I warned the proud, stop your boasting. I told the wicked, don't raise your fists. Don't raise your fists in defiance at the heavens or speak with such arrogance. For no one on earth from the east or the west or even from the wilderness should raise a defiant fist. And this is why. It is God alone who judges. He's the only one who can. He's the only one who is outside of all of this. And he is the only one who truly can judge with justice because he sees everything. You know, many, you know, growing up, everything was partial and, you know, a person would make a judgment. You're like, well, that's not fair because you, and you would, their judgment was, was not fair, right? Well, we don't have to be concerned about that with God. He's outside of all this. He sees it all. And he alone is the one who judges. And it says here, he decides who will rise and who will fall. And we see this when we look at the scriptures. We see in situations God dealt with things differently. Like we... we with Joseph, he raised Joseph up in, a, in an ungodly nation, preserved, you know, the children of Israel, but, but Joseph never converted Pharaoh. We never hear of Pharaoh converting. Yet, 
we have Daniel, who was in a situation with King Nebuchadnezzar. And in that case, God literally humbled King Nebuchadnezzar and then raised him up. And Daniel was that voice to be able to bring that in that situation. And so many times we, we get this, well, this is the only way God's going to do it. No, God has many ways he can do things. And he decides who fall, rises and who falls. And sometimes we wonder, why is this situation here where this person or this wicked person is in a position? Sometimes uh, God uses that to bring people to their knees. Sometimes he uses situations because we strayed away. Sometimes you get the leader you deserve. And God has to change hearts and bring his, what, how, his, however he works it, but he decides who rises and who falls. And then it says here, For the Lord holds a cup in his hand that is full of foaming wine with mixed with spices. He pours out the wine in judgment, and all the wicked must drink it, draining it to the dredges. So God brings those situations, and he deals with them. But the thing that I want us to see in this, and as we're praying for the election, we're praying for all that's going on. How many know the government natural government can only do bring so much and we we are living in a de democratic society so yes we want to see it work through that system but god is greater than even that system amen and he needs to be because even that system is broken right we we know this we see this but god is the god who judges and he decides who will rise and who will fall so let's pray from that perspective. God, we, we lift up this nation to you. We lift it up in this time of this election. And God, we give it all to you. We give all of the candidates to you, God. And we, we ask, God, that you, you would save this nation. God, that you would come in your power and that you would bring your salvation. And God, in this election, God, we pray that you would bring a voice of clarity, a voice that would speak truth, God, that would speak your, your, your righteousness and your truth and bring common sense that comes from you, simple wisdom that comes from you. God, we, we ask that you would intervene, God. I pray for those that will be in those seats of authority that know you, that fear you, and that honor you. Give them the strength and the grace to stand against every giant, every voice that defies you. Give them grace and give them your power to do what is right. God, give them wisdom in every situation that they will encounter as they take this next time in office. Give them everything that they need to be your representative. If anyone else wants to pray along those lines, anything you're getting, particularly in that area with the government, <clears throat>
God, I thank you that it's you that decides who will rise and who will fall. Ultimately, it's you. So we put our trust in you, God, that you will intervene. Father, I thank you that you see that um, you can direct the heart of a king like yes. a stream of water, that yes. you're the one who can direct even ungodly people, that you make those things happen, God, in their heart. And I just pray that, God, for our leaders, God, that you would direct them in Jesus' name, God, that your power would overtake them and that they'd be directed by the power of your spirit. Mm -hmm. I thank you, God, that you use different kings. God, you use King Cyrus, Lord, in the Old Testament. Yes. You use King Darius, Lord, that you sent Ezra and Nehemiah back to Jerusalem with the king's blessing to rebuild Jerusalem, mm -hmm. God, against all odds. And it didn't make sense for that those kings to do those things, God. But you did it. Mm -hmm. And you're able to do it again and again. Mm -hmm. And we give you glory, Lord, mm -hmm. that you're able to direct these things. Yes, I also God. pray, God, for our ministers of health, Lord, that you would cause them to make the right decisions, Lord, all mm -hmm. those who are in positions of power, that they would be listening, God, to you. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And God, I thank you for bringing your justice and through the legal system mm -hmm. to, to speak clarity to those things that need to be addressed. I pray that there would be a clear voice of truth and your righteousness and, and your justice that is already in a lot of our legal system. It just needs to be brought forth. So we, we ask that you would bring that clarity. Bring those voices forward in those positions of authority. God, we look to you. We look to you, God. We look to you. And God, whatever the outcome is of the election, we put our trust, it's you working in each one, regardless of what we think or what we see. God, we thank you. And we continue to pray for those in authority because daily prayer for those will influence them in the right direction. Spiritually, God, we thank you. Forgive us for prayerlessness for those in authority, for not covering them in prayer. Forgive us for our prayerlessness. And God, we lift up our loved ones and God, I'm particularly reminded of those that are resisting you, that are defiant towards you. God, I thank you that when you, they push back against you, that God, you are greater. You are greater. I thank you, God. 
but you are working in their hearts, God. You are bringing them to that place of humility where they acknowledge that it is you and you alone. Thank you, thank you, God, for your power that is working in those situations, bringing them back to you. Thank you that you are greater. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, we declare that this nation is yours, that you will have dominion from sea to sea, from the rivers to the ends of the earth. We thank you that you are establishing your dominion. Thank you, Lord. Well, we're going to wrap this up with this last two verses in this psalm. It says, but as for me, this is our resolve, people. I will always proclaim what God has done. Amen? We don't need to proclaim what COVID has done. There's enough of that out there. Let's proclaim what God has done. Let's remind ourselves of what God has done. It says, I will sing the praises to the God of Jacob, for God says... I will break the strength of the wicked, but I will increase the power of the godly. Amen? So God, I thank you. I thank you that you will increase the power of the godly. So God, I ask that you would cause us to walk close with you like David did, that we would have a heart after you, that you increased David over and over and over, and you brought him into a place of greatness for your glory. God, increase us, your church, as we grow in godliness, as we grow in righteousness. God, I thank you that we will grow in your power and your strength, that you will increase us. Increase your people. Thank you for joining us today. We pray that this message has truly blessed your life. For more information, go to bigchurch.cc.